Hey everybody, welcome back to Survivor Outwatch, a rewatch podcast. We are here in Survivor Pearl Islands, episode 12, nearing the conclusion of this great season of Survivor. Uh, and I am here with three of my friends, and we will be breaking down this episode from the perspective of a Survivor super fan and some newbies to the TV show. So, my name is Alex. I will be guiding you through this adventure, and I'm joined, first of all, uh, by Adam. Hey, uh, welcome to Outlast, or Outwatch, Adam. <laughs> it's Outwatch. I, I'm, happy, I'm, I'm happy to be here. It is Outwatch. Yeah, um... I did a a big Survivor themed game with um, high schoolers that I work with over the summer, and we called it Outlast. Um, yes. So that's where that came from. <laughs> hey, um, in this episode, there's a really awkward date um, between John and Lil and Dara on a reward. Spoilers for the spoilers that are going to come later. Um, and John really took control, ordering the girls' steaks and everything. And it got me thinking, um, folks, what's the weirdest date thing that's happened to you? Uh, Adam, why don't you why don't you start? Uh, I was in high school. I was a senior in high school. I uh, was on a date on New Year's Eve, and uh, I was driving my car on a back street to go to a uh, New Year's Eve party. Mm, I've heard the story. And uh, right at midnight, I crashed my car. Yeah. First date with a girl. Uh, it was horrible. And uh, I uh, basically ghosted her after that. So I'm a pretty terrible person. I don't blame you. <laughs> hey, was the problem that... Um... Talk about getting some honey or smoking <laughs> something, drinking something. You know, if I had Rupert in my life back then, I probably wouldn't have crashed my car. <laughs> Rather than a midnight New Year's kiss, you got a New Year's car totaling. Yep. <laughs> uh, Emily, welcome to Outwatch. I almost called it Outlast again. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to change the name from here on out. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, uh, what's, the Thanks, weirdest, the what's the weirdest date thing that's happened to you? Um... Adam's was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> mine wasn't weird. It was just a little awkward. I was kind of seeing this guy in a, a different state than in where I went to school. So I didn't live there regularly. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was very, very nice. He took me to this like place and it was um, outside. Like the sun was setting. It was pretty and like. He was like, now we're going to kiss. And I was like, no, we're not. And then I was really awkward and we went home. Mm. Did he <laughs> say the really words, awkward. now we're going to kiss? No. Okay, thank no. goodness. It just kind of happened. It was like, this is when this happens. And I was like, nay. Hey, and I was hey, like, gotta go. Is there is there a name for this guy? No. <laughs> He's anonymous. There's no, there's no name for this person. It's not Adam. <laughs> nope. Curious. You know, no, my hope for this guy? I wish their dingling got stuck on a vine or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been able to pull that one out very often. <laughs> yeah, that one's, that one's unique. No, he was, he was very nice. It was just not meant to be. Hey, fair enough. Hey, Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Hey, how's it going? So good. Uh, what's the weirdest date thing that you've experienced? So I don't know that this one is really all that weird. It's just a more than an indictment of me as a a boyfriend at the time and just a person. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm not the most organized person. Like just ask my wife. She'll tell you my wife. Um, 
My wife. I get called that all the time. <laughs> Love that. Love that. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> <laughs> the reference to the to the hit 2008 film Borat. <laughs> <laughs> Even like at work, whenever any because like I work with plenty of people that are married, and like a, a thing that you do, I guess, when you're married, is you refer to my wife. Whenever anyone says my wife, I, that's how I respond. My yeah. wife. <laughs> I do reference my wife as my wife quite a bit. Um, but no, we were going to, it was Valentine's Day and it was my freshman year at IU and she was still, she was a senior in high school. So she was coming to see me that night and I did not have anything planned. <laughs> so I'm like, we'll just go somewhere to work out. So we get to wherever we're going and there's, it's like a three hour wait because it's yeah. freaking Valentine's Day, right? So, um, moral of the story, we wanted to get in like Chinese, like a buffet China place. <laughs> and she was like, I came all the way up to Bloomington. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, classic Ray Quad, Scott. Yeah, we enjoyed you, uh You didn't act enjoyed, like the restaurant lost your reservation or something? Like, I didn't even, I'm not that good, man. <laughs> no. You um, me. We to, it was a good night, but. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what comes to mind. I just want to make it clear to all the viewers out there. I have a great date. Um, <laughs> that was, of course, ripped that from the scene worse. from John. Um, I did go on a date with a, a girl on, it was a first date, who um, did tell me that she uh, is divorced on that first date, which, you know, like, okay, whatever. And in the grand scheme of things, if, it's not that big of a deal, but it was a very alarming as, you know, like a 24 year old at the time who's going on a date with a girl who, oh, she also told me she was like 30. So, mm. yeah. There you go. What? <laughs> yeah. She didn't look it. So, Alex, we used I guess. to be close. I don't know what happened to us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Survivor. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Far more than any of us <laughs> oh great so <laughs> survivor pearl islands episode 12 uh another great episode really getting into the nitty-gritty here of this season um let's start by walking through what happened in this episode by taking the road down to tree mail um piece by piece <laughs> so it starts with sandra and krista having second thoughts at camp about voting with john and bert almost immediately they're like ah, that was maybe not a good idea um, and they're reasoning with that decision that they've made. Um, at the reward challenge, they've got a water obstacle course. Um, they're broken up into two teams to compete in that. And the winners are Lil, Dara, and John after Sandra shows again an inability to swim. Um, mm -hmm. Bert is um, back at camp pressured by Krista and Sandra to try and get information and a commitment out of him. And she, he kind of pushes back, doesn't really give them what they're looking for. Um, meanwhile, at the reward challenge, Lil is filling John in on what Sandra and Krista have been telling her. And then John throws Krista under the bus with both Lil and Dara, kind of pointing her as a, a next target. Um, but again, meanwhile, Bert is really considering taking Krista to the final four. He thinks that uh, she's someone that will be loyal to him and easy to beat at the end. But um, 
again, we're going back and forth. It's really interesting. John is makes a final two deal with Dara, um, promising her a final two um, if they go together. And she inexplicably believes this, um, as if we have <laughs> never spent any time with Johnny Fairplay to this point. We've got a musket shooting competition for the immunity challenge, which Dara wins on brand for her. Um, <laughs> and back at camp, Krista feels pretty vulnerable. Um, Sandra is convincing her or trying to convince her that she'll be OK. Um, they want to get bird out, but Krista feels the heat a little bit. Um, people are really, really looking towards the end at this point in the game. Uh, and it turns out that Krista is indeed voted out. Her uh, suspicion was valid, and by, pardon me, by a vote of four to two, Krista becomes the next person voted out of this game. And with that, we're down to five left in the game, and uh, Krista is eliminated from the game of Survivor and also from the Jameis Winston tribe. Scott, how did it feel losing Krista? Um, it's a big blow to to my team um i wish i could say i didn't see it coming but you kind of got the sense that her days were becoming numbered hmm. so you know it's a big blow but hopefully hopefully burton does not get voted out your anytime son soon. my son burton. <laughs> yeah my son <laughs> it's really interesting so, how the like the targets over the last few uh episodes have like shifted Again, with this kind of like voting blocks idea, it's not like there's one alliance that's running the show and voting out the other alliance. You had Krista this episode, who was with like Sandra and Lil to some degree. Before that, it was T, who was with Dara for the most part. Uh, before that, it was Rupert, who was with Krista and Sandra. People really are just kind of like uh, pinpointing who they want to get out and voting them out regardless of kind of their alliance distinctions, you know. Um, let's start all the way at the beginning. Uh, what was y'all's favorite moment or favorite theme um, from this episode of Survivor? Scott, you want to go first? Sure. Um, the big thing that, um, that I can remember exactly was the musket shooting competition. When I said I like remember exactly distinctly watching this saying, this dare is totally going to win this. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and. Sure enough, she hoists that thing up and she went three for three. <laughs> and I was like, yep, yep, that makes sense. And yeah. I just remember that and then just laughing at, I think, Krista, who couldn't, like, hold it. Yeah, right. Jeff was <laughs> like, you ever shot a gun yeah. before? Here, let me help. <laughs> and somebody was, like, making, like, the hand gesture. She was, like, making fun of her in the background. <laughs> so that's that's probably, my, probably my favorite thing I could think of. Yeah. Anybody else with a favorite moment from this episode other than that one? I loved the beginning of the episode yeah. where uh, Sandra and Krista have instant regret for not <laughs> voting out the strongest player in the game. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, maybe we made the wrong choice. No, you definitely made the wrong choice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They've got another shot which at him this episode, to, too. Yeah, which yeah. leads into the end of this episode where they could learn from their mistakes and they don't. Yeah. And then one of them goes home. That's true. Because put on your tinfoil hat, ladies and gentlemen. Stop it. Script it. 
<laughs> oh my god! <laughs> 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 I didn't know what to say to that. <laughs> yeah. Moving forward, I did love that Chris. I, I love the Krista thing because it was like I mean, Jeff jumped pretty quickly into helping her. I'm gonna mm-hmm. throw that out there pretty quickly in helping her. He probably was just concerned. And then she goes. And then she, <laughs> and then she, and then she, she hits the first target, hits her second target, and bounces off the wood on her That's third. That's true. Yeah, she I was thought maybe away. she was faking it because I remember really early in the season they had like the bug eating contest or something disgusting. Like mm-hmm. he made um, smoothies, and yeah. was it Dara? Who was fine with that? But oh. she, they were like, "Oh, pretend like it grosses you out." It so was that Michelle. We have advantage. Yeah, Little and I was Michelle. like, oh, maybe she's faking it again. And she maybe was. I don't know. She went from like, I don't even know how to hold a gun to I'm going to hit every single target. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a quick turnaround. Yeah. I really thought the strategy talk um, happening simultaneously at the reward and at camp was really compelling. You've got these two people who are like hoping that the other person in John and Burton are like, talking strategy and that they'll be on the same page, but they're kind of making different plans. Um, Yeah. And it makes you wonder like if that comes to a head at all or when it does, they have a little bit of a discussion about it, but it also is a testament in that discussion to how fully John is running the show because he's like, no, this is what we ought to do. And Burton's like, man, I'd like to keep Krista, but okay, John wants to do this. So it could have been a move where Burton could have said, all right, now is the time to break with John get Sandra and Krista on board with him, maybe pull a little too and do what he wants to do instead. But he uh, deferred to John's thoughts. Because of two words. Plausible deniability. (laughs) All right. Um, At the very beginning, again, like the... um, you're, You're continuing to see Sandra's, like strength in this game which is her people management the rallying people to do what she wants um the way that she's like talking to dara and getting her on board with her which is ends up kind of like not being successful because john then comes in and does it better um but sandra again is kind of like flexing those muscles of uh rallying people to do what she wants what'd you guys think of this uh reward challenge the water obstacle course it was interesting to me that there were some people who were just going to do a bunch of work and then there were just some people who were kind of along for the ride and it was yeah. all up to chance based on the position that they got. So when Sandra got, she was in the first position and had to do the most swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I mean, she already was like, oh crap, you know, this isn't going to go well. Yeah. And then she was really struggling and they kind of couldn't make it up from that point. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that was, I mean, it was, it was chance, like what position they got, but it also seemed like it was just relying on a couple of people. Yeah. Maybe Sandra would be better in these water challenges if she chose not to wear her like full linen suit in the water. (laughs) She had like the biggest pants on. (laughs) It was waterlogged. Yeah. You'd think that that's not the best garb for that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really unfortunate that the teams couldn't strategize mm-hmm. that yeah. like that was very strange um it's not very often like usually it's like okay 
we're going to draw for teams. We're going to give you a minute to strategize. Like that's part of Jeff's right statement. Right. This one was literally, we're going to draw for teams and spots. Yeah. You have no strategy. Like, right. It's just, yeah, I was surprised to see that too. Position one is good. Right. Yeah. I found that to be interesting. I called this one the topless water challenge because there were lots of tops coming off. Um, lots of blurs happening. The blur artist really got his money's worth. <laughs> this episode. I think on this challenge, I just realized how long they've been on this show just because right. they're all wearing pieces of cloth and they're all really skinny and they're, like mm-hmm. exhausted and yeah. Yeah. yeah the energy yeah, I, reserves have to be running really low. Yeah. Right. And that's, I don't, I remember I like, I remember watching survivor a little bit when I was younger and I don't remember watching survivor and thinking, wow, these people look like really thin. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of almost problematic how thin they look. So that was, it was interesting kind of this episode where that was really, it was pointed out in a couple different ways, I guess. Yeah. Or even Dara's like, I've lost weight. And it's like, yeah, you didn't have any weight to lose. Yeah. Like, There's the the best like known scene of that. It was in Survivor season two in Australia where they like get a mirror to camp like toward it towards the end of the game, like around this time. And like, you know, they're like looking at e- themselves and like freaking out, like having these, you know, like really troubling responses because they're like oh my god like i look terrible like one girl's hair was kind of falling out because she was like pretty malnourished you know yeah yeah pretty wild uh at the reward where they were like flown to this resort and got food and a weird date with john um (laughs) we did get another artful dara shower shot it's been a while i was (laughs) upset about that i was like listen you've already had a shower and of course you chose to just linger on dara uh-huh. great and then they did it again uh-huh yep <laughs> this like, one we, is worse no go ahead scott i was say this one's worse because the other one it's like you can make like the argue okay it's out in the open what this one is she is clearly in a bathroom right like, <laughs> So that yeah. was my, that's my thought on it. Well, yeah. And then we got uh, we got to the massages, and it's like we get Lily's head, and we get John's head, and then we get Dara's full body in a bikini being massaged. Like, <laughs> Wonder why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, not my favorite. Yeah, could you imagine early two like, thousands, man? <laughs> yeah, like Dara's, you know, like in the bathroom taking a shower, and then it's like. Uh, it's production. We want to get some shower shots. Dara, are you, can, can, we come, can we come in? <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, we didn't talk about this last episode, but Dara's dream career modeling a model. Yeah. So maybe she was great with it. I, I don't know if this is what she envisioned. This was her opportunity. <laughs> she was like, look what I can do. Yeah. Here we are. Maybe, maybe she pushed it. Maybe it's empowering. Maybe she's she probably not, but it's <laughs> Yeah, maybe she said, hey, as many shower shots as you can get, me the better. Specifically shower shots. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> uh, <clears throat> the only way it can be tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Super tasteful. Yeah, they had like the the nice lace shower curtain, you know, so you could just see through enough. Really yeah. artistic I stuff. I forgot about that. Yeah, I rolled my <laughs> eyes. I was not happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also noted that uh, John looked a lot like a prequel era Jedi in those robes when like his hair <laughs> slipped back. <laughs> yeah. With his hair all slicked back. And yeah. <laughs> he would definitely be one who would succumb to the dark side. Oh, yeah. yeah. No doubt. Anakin oh. fair play. <laughs> 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 that's what they called him. <laughs> that's uh, that's canon. That's canon. <laughs> Emily asked if they got razors yeah you'd think they get all the shampoo and stuff and then John did not shave his beard and it made Mm. me wonder if they had razors that's a good question I would assume that would be part of the luxury package yeah oh and the other thing that the the implication of this is uh like they're, they're they're like oh you get your uh, your your bathing suit that you brought along with you. Mm-hmm. It went through their luggage. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the production team had to go through their luggage to get that. Yeah. They're also shooting shots of them twenty four seven. So yeah, yeah. It made the, me wonder about all the waivers they had to sign to dude, be on the show. Everything you sign your life away. Yeah. Yeah. Also, non disclosures. You can't tell anyone about anything. Yeah. You, can't, you can only tell like a handful of people that you're actually going on Survivor. Everyone else you're not supposed to tell. Does grandma count? I, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> Did Johnny tell his grandma that he was going on Survivor so that he could lie Who about her? Now? Who knows? If you had to break, this is about last episode. Yeah. This is something we should have talked about last episode. Mm. If you were going, which, which loved one were you going to, would you bring on to Survivor if you were a contestant? I was going to mention again last episode, but I failed to, that in the two of you getting married, you've now kind of like cemented each other as like, if you were to ever do a blood versus water season, um, you would probably be, you know, each other's uh, blood in that season. So congrats on that part too. I feel like Michael and I would be a much better blood versus water, though. Like it'd be more like a cutthroat. Yeah, my, Michael is my younger brother. I feel like we'd just be a better TV pairing. I could see that. That would be <laughs> compelling. That would be very compelling. This question actually has troubled me because <laughs> it, it, yeah, I've like thought about this, you know, like, oh, who would I bring? And I don't have a good answer. Okay. Who like right right now? Let's say you're going on Survivor. They're like, we need two people. Yeah, that I know. We might potentially bring onto the show. Who are they? Yeah, it's like there's not really a good option. Like, <laughs> uh, love my family and dearly if you're listening. But like, I mean, you know, all of my family members. My mom would not be good on that show. My dad would get me in trouble. <laughs> Oh, I want your dad on that show so bad. Uh, It's not going to happen. It would probably be like Andy and then Nate. My two brothers would be the two people highest on my list. I have no one who loves me, so. (laughs) Scott. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Who's who's your person? Do you bring bring Whitney or is it? I bring Whitney. Okay. Yeah, probably. What's your relation Unless, to Whitney, Scott? 
She's my wife. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> but if Whitney didn't want to, I don't know who I would bring, you know? That's a tough one. So. Writer? <laughs> my dog, Writer. <laughs> God. I don't wish that on. I don't wish that on anyone. Writer, um, <laughs> writer is uh, uh, their dog. I was hoping yes. it was a dog. Yes, he's, he's our dog. He's a heathen. Um, <laughs> he's a demon. He's a demon. <laughs> Perhaps I would bring one of you two. I don't know. I have a maybe. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. Uh, maybe I don't know. Mm. Oh, I just like I. I would feel like such a dope to like bring. Like, I feel like anybody who's on Survivor and, you know, it's like, here's your wife, here's your husband, here's your mom. And it's like, here's your buddy, Adam. (laughs) Yeah, I know, guys, I suck. I'm sorry. I've got no one better than my friend. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? High school sweetheart turned friend. (laughs) Turned friend, yeah. Yeah. At least there's a defined relationship between those people. That's true. Hey, if I ever go on Survivor um, and any of you are my loved one, I just want to make it clear. I want you to lie about my grandma dying. I'm going to if if Survivor calls me and is like, hey, Alex wants you as his loved one on Survivor. I'm going to say, OK, but only if you introduce us as friends with benefits. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> Or like if they refuse to do it, you like stop and it's like, Jeff, that's not what our relationship is. <laughs> read it. Read it. <laughs> say what you're supposed to say. I feel like Jeff would read it. He probably would. He would be so fine with that. <laughs> In a sexual way. <laughs> Emily, who would you bring? So are we talking about like bringing a loved one for a challenge? Yeah, like the loved one's visit. Like yeah, okay, one. all right. Um, I guess I've cemented myself to Adam, as we've said. Mm-hmm. I'd also, yeah, depending on the challenge, I'd feel very comfortable bringing you, Alex, because you are the survivor. Oh, thank you. Know-all, be-all. Yeah. Hmm. It's sort of like bringing a coach into the game, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you could bring Benjamin Coach Wade of Survivor fame. See, these are the things that you um, know that are important. I, I actually met Benjamin Coach Wade one time. Are you freaking kidding me? He was my uncle's assistant coach. Are you kidding me? No, not lying. That is hilarious. Yeah. The Dragon Slayer himself? The Dragon Slayer. Oh my God. The Blackberry Finding Fool. <laughs> the Dragon Slayer. You have met Survivor royalty, dude. Yeah, I met him before he was on Survivor. Though, so. That's insane. Is he as wild in person as he is on the show? I met him when I was like 13. Like he was. Huh. He seemed kind of weird, but. Like, did he have the ponytail back then? I think he did, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. That was, I was like watching it. I was like, this guy kind of looks familiar. My dad like looks up and he's like, oh yeah, that's Steve's, uh, Steve's old assistant coach. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's insane, man. I would yeah. love it if somebody I knew was on Survivor or if I was on it, that'd be cool too. <laughs> CBS? At CBS. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I think in this sequence, too, where there's people at the reward and people back at camp, you really we kind of mentioned it earlier, but get a clear picture of how much Bert relies on John for strategy at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. 
when he's pressured by Sandra and Krista, he kind of doesn't give him anything because I think he's kind of like afraid to like afraid to say the wrong thing or whatever. Um, and John, on the other hand, is making moves um, at the reward. And so, again, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but say what you will about John's social performance. Strategically, he's very strong. Um, and Bert, even as his closest alliance, really like relies on him for that, I think. Yeah, I agree. Like, it was kind of... It's just, I thought it was kind of interesting how like they hadn't spoken really about mm-hmm. that at all, like that move in the, our last episode. So when they go to talk to Burton about it, he literally did not know anything about it. Yeah. So I did find that to be interesting. And it's like John is like two steps ahead of that even at this point. He's already like gone to the next thing. And yeah, yeah, it, is, it does not look good on Burton there. What do you think about John's plays there at um, at the reward of promising Dara a final two um, of kind of ribbing Lil a little bit and making her go to bed early and mope? Um, how would you rate John's overall strategic performance there during the reward? I think it's good, but also I, the Dara thing, I don't know how much that, how necessary that really was. Okay. I mean, I guess it's good to like walk in that person like same thing with like the Lil, like how I don't know what the purpose is of like ticking her off to where she has to go to bed or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's just John being John. He's playing the game his can't way. Stop and playing. What was that? Yeah, he said he can't stop playing. <laughs> just can't stop playing. No, and he's he's definitely making moves. Yeah. I wonder too if making Lil kind of the outcast in the three of them made him seem more like chummy with. Dara, hmm. so that she would trust him a little bit more and be like, oh, we're pals, you know, yeah, we're getting massages and having a great time. And we feel confident that we could make a an alliance to the end. Yeah. Yeah. I almost don't want to give him that much credit, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't feel like that would be <laughs> I intentional. Think, I feel like maybe it happened a little bit, though. Sure. I think we're at a phase in the game where it's I. The thing is, I don't think John is thinking about the end game too much. I think he's thinking, how do I get through this next tribal council? I think he likes to think that he's, you know, thinking about the end game. But his real goal right now is how do I make it so that way I'm through this tribal council and, you know, these are sort of my bottom tier picks and I get them gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just he's he's making so many promises to people and if someone if sandra was literally like at tribal council like he promised me you know we'd go top two who else did he promise that we'd go top two with like and you know just just say that you know you can't trust a word he says because he promised everyone so he's gonna break 90 percent of the promises he makes Mm. yeah maybe Maybe he's like the Joker and he just wants to watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah. So he's just inciting chaos. An that's agent a, of chaos. That's a good point, yeah. though, because like Scott, you said, like, maybe it's unnecessary. You know, that makes sense where if like at some point, if you just keep making all these promises, that's just more and more that you're going to have to break because you can't keep all of them simultaneously, you know, so yeah. that like if he doesn't follow through on that, that's another person who if John does make it to the end would maybe have a sour taste about him because he would promise 
them something that he didn't follow through on. I thought for as much as Bert maybe kind of fumbles over the interactions with Kristen and Sandra, I thought he had some really good observations um, in this episode and the previous one that we didn't really talk about either. But he talks about like his whole good cop, bad cop thing with John, which we kind of mentioned last episode, I think is a really smart strategy to like pair up with this person who's being outwardly the jerk um, and like doing the same good moves with him, but being like kind about it, you know? I thought that was a really smart like assessment and showed that maybe there is like some intentionality behind what he's doing. Well, he, I don't know. He, so he Burton demonstrated that he can make moves. He was the one who started the whole Rupert, uh, right? The, you know, the Rupert vote. Um, like he's demonstrated that he can win people over to him side. He uh, to his side. He made a move at a good time, and I think he's just sort of in this position now where he's like, John is making so many ridiculous decisions. It's not in his best interest to start like, well. You know, maybe I'll make a decision about this or decision about that. It's just sort of like he's in a position where he can ride it out. Yeah, he's like a almost like frustrating to me because he'll do he'll say something like this good cop, bad cop thing, which I'm like, dude, that's really smart, really good. And then follow it up with the Lil saying, like, are we still final two? And his saying, like, oh, I don't know. Like, that's so dumb. Just say yes. Yeah. Right. You know, like they this is a thing that like survivor thought people there's a better word than that <laughs> survivor <laughs> people say before that like on survivor, survivor yeah survivor analysts thank you okay. it, like on survivor the answer is always yes like whenever anyone approaches you with anything the answer is always yes like without it being a hard confirmation you know if she's like hey we're still good for final two right you say yeah yep we're good and then it's over, you know, and you business as usual. But to say like, oh, actually, you know, I'm kind of having second thoughts. We'll see how it goes. I'm not quite sure yet. That spins her into a, like a tailspin now. And she's paranoid and thinking about voting him out, you know. Right. Um, she's, she's more prone to going to someone and figuring out how to vote you out then. Right. And like the damage that would be caused by like maybe changing your mind on that later or whatever is not as big or at least as like present as the paranoia and stuff that you're creating in Lil by saying, well, I don't know anymore, you know? Right. Yeah. Especially if you're, I've already said like, yeah, I've got John, he's the bad cop. Like he's, if you admit basically like John is there to take the hits for you, you could easily pawn that off on John later anyway. Yeah. If you did flip on Lil or whatever. Yeah, that's so true. yeah, you've created a problem where there wasn't one. Yeah. Well, and the question I keep asking myself is, is there a position where Burton could vote for? So, so you know, <clears throat> everyone's voting out Sandra. Sandra's gone no matter what. But Burton doesn't vote for Sandra or, or you know, Burton votes for someone else. So that way later on he can say, you know, I didn't vote for you. Hmm. you know, it, they, they, they can try to drag me into that. But end of the day, I did not vote for you there. Yeah. It's an interesting I, like, idea. It's, it's a risky play right. because, you know, you can never predict everyone else. But, like, I'm really curious if that ever, like, could work out in your favor. 
it would also then raise alarms to the people that you're playing with that are still in the game of like, dude, what's the deal here? Why didn't you vote with him? Well, that's and, the thing, but like no one knows who voted. So in theory, yeah. you, could, you, know, you like, you know, late, later in the game like this is definitely going to be harder because there are fewer people and right. You, know, you can figure it out. There's a situation where you could pull that off where you could walk back and say, no, I voted for them. Yeah, but I'm then in the final, think, be like, yeah, I lied to them. I didn't vote for that person. Right, right. I'm trying to think if there's an example of that that I can think of in Survivor, and nothing's coming to the front of mind. And how, I mean, how valuable that might actually be is probably seriously up for deba- debate. Right. But, you know, which is a thought I had this episode specifically. Yeah, so. that's interesting. Yeah, I can't think of an example of someone doing that before. Let me know in the comments if I if you have a good example of that. Um, let's talk about the immunity challenge, the musket shooting one, which horse girl Dara wins as you would expect her to. She, she is, kills people before she embalms. <laughs> oh God, is she Dexter? Probably. Bum, bum, bum. She's a mortician. She wants to be a model. I'm so confused. I just like Dara is the most fascinating person. And we don't get to see her at all. (laughs) She's on the cover of Caskets Weekly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Is Dara perhaps the best horse girl to ever play Survivor? (laughs) (laughs) Tell us in the comments below. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I thought calling Dara a horse girl would get a bigger laugh out of you guys. It's disappointing. Uh. I don't fully understand the reference. <laughs> horse girl? Yeah. The horse girl is like um it's kind of like a a meme sort of thing where it's like the like the horse girl is everybody like had this knows this girl like in high school or whatever who like oh. is pretty country and like loves horses, like has gotcha. a horse, like it's yeah. everybody yeah. knows that sort of person. And they're yeah. they're one in like if you know one horse girl, you know them all, you know. Right. Dara is horse girl. <laughs> To the extreme. Yeah. I was going to say, definitely as this challenge start, though, and I saw that they were shooting guns, I was like, yeah, Dara's got this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, another not super compelling immunity challenge to watch. It's like people shooting guns. Cool. You know? Yeah, it wasn't very interesting. I mean, it was... <laughs> and... I I was curious, like how many of the flags actually caught on fire after they got hit, or how yeah, many I were, wondered like, that too. Burned after the fact they got hit, you know? Yeah, it's production stuff. It just seems like they have a lot of th- like this could be a cool idea, and then they do it, and they're like, well, we can't redo it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just feel like everything has to be set on fire, or they have to like break things. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Otherwise, yeah. it's not like cool. Yeah. Right. So they, they have to break with their or get caught on fire. Though. That's true. I imagine that's part of the struggle is mm. they're, they're, they're probably trying to avoid like, oh, this takes place on a pirate boat and this takes place on a pirate boat. <laughs> like yeah. they're, they're, just trying, they're probably just trying to avoid like, you know, staging themes and like, well, what's like interesting? What did pirates do? Yeah. Also, this challenge did not take a long time to show. No. And there was a lot more time that was devoted to strategy and conversation. So maybe that was, I don't know if that was intentional, but it yeah, worked out. That's true. Definitely. 
Yeah, I can't wait for uh, next week, which I'm pretty sure is the uh, sword fighting what? challenge. Yeah, someone someone actually gets their arm cut off. Oh, whatever. Yeah, it was a big deal. <laughs> it, big deal. You didn't call it in the top three. Yeah, Lil <laughs> loses a limb. <laughs> it's really tough. <laughs> tough look for Survivor. <laughs> First day really wins. All right. <laughs> Krista really was like inches away from winning this. If Krista ended up winning this challenge, who do you guys think goes home um, if she is immune? I'm going to say Burton. Do you? Yeah. He's who got the second most votes, right? He got votes this time, right? Um, I'm trying to yeah, remember. I believe so. No, it was Lil. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. It you're was, right. Yeah, it was Lil. It was, it was like... Two votes to Lil and then three yeah. to Krista or something like that. Yeah, Sandra and Krista voted Lil. Yeah. Right. Do you think that that maybe would have swung back on Lil then, or do you think they would have said, well, if Krista's safe, we'll take Sandra out? I was wondering if they might have targeted Sandra. Yeah. Seems like just for whatever reason, they just get fixated on a person, kind of, it seems arbitrarily. I don't know. I, I like they should they should take out Burton. I don't know why they yeah, don't take out Burton. It's so frustrating. But yeah, I I feel like they probably would have gone for Sandra. I feel like they still don't think Dare is a threat. So right. why go for? Her? Well, she was immune too. So I mean, if Chris oh, said, well, you're right. You're right. Yeah, maybe it would have been Dara, especially after T going out last week. I could see them getting Dara out there. Yeah, I feel like she's just so weak, though. Like, she just kind of does whatever the last person told her to do. Like, there's a reason There's a reason Sander went for T last week, like, to try and get her on her side. Right. You know, it was because she didn't think she could do it with Dara. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she couldn't do it with Dara. Yeah, I guess John probably wouldn't have wanted to get uh, Dara out since they yeah. had just had that conversation. I think that... Um, this episode is where you really see the shift and people really starting to look towards the end. You've got people talking about final twos, um, talking less about just like surviving a vote, but putting yourself in the best situation to get to the end and therefore win. Um, you see that in the conversations, especially at tribal. This was a really good Jeff tribal. I thought, um, the way that he kind of like got stuff out of them and kind of like rolled with the punches. I think, was this the one where he like uh, asked them to like rank how confident they are? Oh, to, yeah. yeah. Like, are you confident in your alliances? You yeah. know, do you, do you trust your alliance? Or do, you, do you trust your relationships? Something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah and like and everybody he, at says the end, yes. After the vote, he was like, yeah, so you're all just really good liars. So we'll see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. I, I think it's always compelling when Jeff pulls that sort of thing because it, it, it creates something. Speaking from my limited experience as a host of a survivor-like game, uh, <laughs> there were a few times at Tribal where, like, um, this is man, this is so stupid, and no one cares about this. But like, there was a an, a Tribal where I asked everybody, like, pretty early on in the Tribal, I was like, uh, who, like, because people were like speaking pretty confidently i was like does anyone here like feel not confident like feel uneasy that it could be them and like no one raised their hands and i'm like all right if y'all feel good let's vote and we went right into it and it was pretty cool 
<laughs> uh, go to socc.org slash outlast to watch my survivor game that I produced. It's really fun. It's with high schoolers. <laughs> Finale coming soon. Uh, we also would like to, if we're, if we're plugging things. Oh yeah, uh, plug away. Uh, myself, Emily, and Scott are actually starting a sub podcast called Outlisten, <laughs> where we're listening to Outwatch and commenting and about it. So, you <laughs> a know, podcast about a podcast. On the commentary. It's pretty fun. Real, real. Let you it lets you in behind the scenes of what we're, how we do what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you guys think when uh, when Alex said that one thing? Oh, that was real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of attacking Alex. <laughs> I thought of that last episode and I was like, oh, I got to hang on to that nugget. <laughs> now I know how Jesus felt. <laughs> you, really, you can really see how Alex ups his interview game from episode one through episode 12. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if this was just like my TV or whatever, but when you guys were watching the tribal council, were the voting booth confessionals like unintelligible? I didn't understand a word they said in the voting booth. I'm trying to think. I think the only thing that I heard was like Sandra said, like this is, or Krista said, this is who everyone else is voting for or something like that was the only thing I heard. Oh yeah. No, Sandra said about Lil, you know, you're really nice, but I can't have you in the final because people will vote for you because you're nice. So this is not personal. It's strategic. That's what I remember. I think yeah. there were, there were like two others where they didn't show the votes, but you like heard the voiceover, right? Yeah. And I yeah. could not understand anything. It was just like, tell. <laughs> <laughs> Closed captioning, Alex. Seriously, yeah, we, they needed that's it. That's what it was. We had that on. Yeah. Oh. So I'm like, no, they were yeah, fine. Yeah, you guys watch show with captions, don't you? Yeah, we sure do. Sure do. That's disappointing. <laughs> I can't. I can't hear the show over my chip munching. Mm. <laughs> so. It's actually really fun on Survivor because, for example, <laughs> in the last challenge with the gun shooting. Yeah. Um, the closed caption comes on early. So you'll see the last thing they said, plus the next thing they'll say, mm. like Dara goes up to shoot. Will she make it? And then right under it's like, Dara hits it. And then, <laughs> and then she hits it. I'm like, well, I already know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, closed oh, captioning. Come on. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, when you talked about the chips, it made me think of this story. Uh, when I was in high school one time, I got in trouble for like eating a crunchy snack. They were like, the teacher was like, <laughs> but like, where Alex, were you? Because that's some context. Like just in we class. Need. Just in class. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like he, at your house? <laughs> no, no. I, and it was because it was like loud and disruptive, not because I yeah. wasn't supposed to be eating a snack. <laughs> it's like, as also. <laughs> As someone who has lived with you, who loves and cares for you, Alex, and who also <laughs> makes some mouth noises when he chews. You make some mouth noises when you chew. Do I? <laughs> yeah. Huh. I was never actually aware of that. I'm going to be deeply self-conscious about this now. Uh -huh. There you go. 
Yeah. Here's the thing. I wasn't really that aware of it. And then Emily won't eat with me unless like the radio is on or something That's to true. drown out <laughs> the, the horrible mouth noises I make. Hmm. You're being dramatic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good to know. I'll, I'll check yeah. that out next time. I don't know. I don't know how to control it. It's still it's still a problem for me. So <laughs> um, anything else from Tribal or anything to talk about? I guess like I had the question at the end, like why Krista? You know, of all the possible targets on the board here, what makes Krista like the person worth using a vote on here? Uh, if it's me um, coming from John's perspective. I am looking to get rid of Burton and take Sandra to the final. Why would you take Sandra to the final? Because I think people don't, I think she's, I think he thinks that she's abrasive. She's not putting together a decent strategy. So he can argue that, you know, he did, he played a better game, you know, this, that, and the other. It's interesting because I think two times in this episode, it came up that Krista has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah, I never caught that before now. Me either. And so I'm kind of wondering why they wouldn't, why John wouldn't want to keep her in longer. Like if he took her to the finals, apparently she's got people who don't like her. So yeah. I mean, there's also, to him. I mean, no, I guess they wouldn't know about the fish thing. They blame Krista for that. True. I don't know. She just, I... I'm just very curious because like, like she yelled the second she got at John, the second she got back from council after Rupert and after, you know, whatever, like she's just, she's very loud. And I think John thinks that he has a better shot against her. If I'm John, I think I have a good shot against her. Yeah. Or Barra for that matter. It's also, worth she, actually, she actually wants some immunity. So true. Man, Dare's going to be our survivor, isn't she? I we'll call see. <laughs> it's also worth asking why no one's really taken a shot at John in this phase of the game either. Um, I think the yeah. answer is that he does a really good job of convincing people to vote with him, such that when, if and when that ever does come up, you know, we saw last episode when it was on Burton, he was really able to swing a bunch of people together to convince them to vote with him, you know? Yeah. His social game is so good that he, people don't feel the need to get rid of him right now. Yeah. Well, it's like a weird social game too, it because is. it's not like he's well liked or trusted or trusted, but he, he can just, convince people. Yeah. He just somehow manages to make people think like, you know, this is in our best interest. Right. Yeah. He does a good job of like, talking them into for you this is a good thing right yeah uh cool anything else from this episode we missed um john ordered food for all of the ladies yes and proceeded to talk about how much he knows about fine dining immediately after saying chicken fingers would be a great appetizer. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> Which I made. That Emily, was my point. Emily pointed it out. I, said, I did not. Yeah, I was a little incensed that he was like, oh, yeah, I'll order for everyone. Like, I'm so cocky and a, whatever. I'm a great date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he's not my favorite person. 
outside of the game, he just seems not nice to ladies, but then he's like, oh, yes, I ordered the bruschetta along with the chicken fingers. <laughs> like, okay, you toddler. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the fact that he said, oh, chicken fingers sounds great. And then he said, I know a lot about like fine cuisine is, yeah. is great. <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's really good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and catch everybody up on our fantasy um, outlast guide. <laughs> fantasy survivor <laughs> pool. Jeez. Um, this week has really evened things up, fam. Um, it's the worst. The little uh -oh. John tribe. Uh, Emily, you got two points from John for voting correctly, surviving, um, and also winning reward. Um, a point and a half from Lil for winning reward. And did I calculate this incorrectly, actually? Lil won reward. She voted won correctly. Reward and she voted correctly. And yeah, so she should have two, two. Cool. That changes that. No, she gets a half a point for voting correctly. Yeah, so she gets a half a point for voting correctly, half a point for surviving, and a point for winning reward. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So two points there. Um, Sandra gets a point for um, voting correctly. No, she, no, she, she didn't. didn't vote correctly. Yeah, man, I really goofed this. Sandra say, I gets get a half a point for her surviving, right? Half That's a point it. for surviving. That's right. And Scott, you got zero points from Krista because she did nothing well. <laughs> and a point and it's a half fine. from Bert. No, a point for Burton. Because he for voting correctly and surviving. Dude, this makes oh, it even, even better. Everybody has 28 yeah. points. Yeah. It is back uh, to square one. We're back to square one. A completely tie game. Lil John still has two people in it. You're yes. right. Because one was added, but that's fine. Loud the sequel only has Sandra, and Winston has his son, Burton. Yeah. <laughs> that's my son. That's my son. <laughs> I wish I had an – maybe I'll make an audio clip of Scott not actually saying that's my son, but me thinking that he said that's my son. And put that in my sound. <laughs> Wait, <word>. what? <laughs> That, that's how that came about, is you said, like, that's right, son. But I thought you oh. said, that's my son. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny. <laughs> so if you missed that in all of that chaos, all three tribes have 28 points. It is a three-way tie. Uh, the Outwatch um, fantasy game is rigged. <laughs> and scripted it's scripted outwatch is scripted you heard it here <laughs> but outlisten is not no. yeah outlisten is real <laughs> so let me ask then at this point we have two episodes left in this show um little john still has both little and john uh the lancaster tribe has just sandra the james winston tribe has just burton who uh how confident do you feel about your chances here? Or who do you think will come out on top of I our like, fantasy uh, game? Yeah, I feel like John will hopefully get me a lot of 
points, but I don't see him or Lil actually winning. I would say what this comes down to is who has the people in the final because it's the every vote received the final tribal that's going to push them over the edge at this point. That's totally going to be it. It's whoever has the winner on their tribe yeah. right now is going to win the game. Yeah, unless, this, unless it's Dara. Unless it's Dara. Unless it's Dara, is, Dara which would be no crazy. Yeah. That would be honestly hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, because because Emily's going to take. I mean, assuming that Lil or John don't get voted out and Dara does, then mm-hmm. Emily's going to take a little bit of a lead here in the next episode. Oh, yeah. But it's just, it's just going to come down to the final. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, um, some of these points here at the very end, you're going to get a point for every player left on your team at the finale. So there's going to be four people left in the show for the final episode, you're going to get a point automatically for them just being there. Um, You're going to get a point every time that someone survives a tribal. So there's two more possible points um, per person in that final episode because it gets down to a final two. And then most importantly, you get two points for every vote received at final tribal. Um, So I guess it maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be the winner if it's a really close vote. Um, and you've got enough other points. But if it's a landslide vote at the end, it's almost definitely going to be whoever has the winner. Right. Yeah. We'll I don't see. feel confident. You don't feel confident? I don't. I'm sorry, Sandra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we uh, said from the beginning, like, it's going to be a lot of points for the winner. But, I mean, survivors about winning at the end, you know. So you should be rewarded for picking the person who ends up winning. So that person certainly will be rewarded. It's also nice to know that because when, when did we pick this? We picked this while, and we picked it while they were still teens. Yeah. Yeah. This was Um, the, we picked going into the fourth episode, fourth episode. It's nice to know that even really early on, we somehow managed to get a pretty even spread. Yeah, that's true. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like for a while there, Adam, that you were running away with things. You were up I by know, like, I was, but then my, by everyone like on my points. team fell apart. Yeah. Died. They're all dead to me. <laughs> and John and Lil have just been showing out for the last, like, four episodes. That's the thing. When was the last time Lil John, the last person that Lil John lost is Michelle? Or was it Austin? Austin would have probably gone first. Um, or later. The last know, person Tribe Lil John lost was Savage. Oh, yeah. Oh, Savage. Yeah. I forgot about that. Ago. But then, then you got Lil back when she came back into the game. Mm-hmm. Or you, we, we put Lil on your team when she came back into the game. That's yeah. right. Lil John should be disqualified. We don't. <laughs> no, we talked through this. You guys all agreed to, to allow we Lil did. to join this tribe. We agreed. See? My grandma died. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also just want to like um, point out here the like the voting correctly stuff. Um, since the merge, like John has voted correctly every single time. Um, since the merge, Lil has voted correctly every single time, which is big. Um, 
Yep, Burton's voted correctly every single he time. He would have voted yeah. with Rupert until he turned on him, and then he ran with John. So yeah, Dara yep. has not. But yeah, a few of these players left have have voted very well so far. Yeah, we count that, of course, because one of the classic in easy ways that you judge a character's or a player's performance is how uh, often you vote correctly. Um, and correctly being like voting for the person who goes home because it shows that you are um, aware of what's going on and a part of it. Um, and voting incorrectly is just a step below getting voted out yourself. Because you <laughs> too have been blindsided. You know, you thought that something else was going to happen and it didn't. Yeah. It just happened to be the target was someone other than you. This is a really good fantasy survivor system. <laughs> you think? I think so. Yeah, we we can like reevaluate for the next season, but like if point totals need to be changed or anything, I'd love to incorporate like a like a winner pick thing in it too. This is a thing I've done in other Survivor Fantasy things where like it at the very beginning when we draft our teams, we'd also make a winner pick regardless of that person is on our tribe or not. Okay. And like every time that person, if that person gets voted out, you would then make another one, but you'd get fewer points at the end based gotcha. on like how recently you've made the pick, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm also, I'm also interested to see it when we actually have a season with an, uh, an idle right. clue or advantage. Yeah. That'll see how that sense. actually plays into it. Yeah. No. Cool. Well, the end of this season of, survivor is thrilling and so will be the end of our fantasy season so stick around follow us on apple podcasts or spotify follow us on twitter at at outwatch podcast um to be with us through the rest of the way um next time on outwatch we will dig into episode 13 of uh survivor pearl islands titled mutiny and then after that it'll be our big finale episode which you won't want to miss either so thanks for watching everybody and we'll see you next time <laughs>